Mountains are cathedrals, grand and pure, the houses of my religion. I go to them as humans go to worship, from their lofty summits. I view my past, dream of the future, and with unusual acuity, I am allowed to experience the present moment, my strength renewed. My vision cleared. In the mountains, I celebrate creation. On each journey, I am reborn. Hello, and welcome to episode 198 of Under the Cull of MS. A regular Thursday episode, a little bit of comics, a little bit of MS, a little bit of whatever. Uh, for comics today, start out talking about Heroes Reborn. Is an interesting little collaboration going from Marvel Comics. Basically, taking you into an, I guess you could say like an alternate look into what's going on in the Marvel Universe. I'm assuming this still runs off the whole Powers of X run and all that stuff. I did not enjoy a little bit of that run that I did read. This one I got got into, but it was a little uh, it was a little different. I'll give you a little synopsis from the first book. Make way for the adventures of Marvel's mightiest me- megastar, the all-powerful Hyperion. When America's solar-powered Super Sentinel of Liberty looks to return his arch-enemy, Victor Von Doom, to the other-dimensional prison of the Negative Zone, Mighty Hyperion must deal with a breakout of his most powerful enemies, including Ultron, General Annihilus, and the Immortal Hulk plus a special backup tale starring Blade, Earth's last, last living vampire. This is laid out in a different universe, dimension, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, quite a few characters in here, including... Blade, Captain America, a variety of Green Goblin and stuff. Uh, this supreme group of heroes that I don't know, really know much about. I, you have Wanda in here from WandaVision. And there's just tons of the Marvel characters are in here. It's... I don't know how I really, I don't hate it, but it's just characters I like. They're being treated in ways I don't like. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's something you have to be into. Uh, I It was worth, definitely, I read the first seven. It took me until I got my seventh one to get the first one. Otherwise, I would have been reading this a while ago. 
but I'm kind of glad that I had to wait. Other than getting the wrong covers, I wanted the one giant card, trading card covers, connecting covers. Instead, I got the side connecting covers. Uh, Blade doesn't have as much of an appearance in here as I would have liked. There are a couple side issues I did not pick up. I did get the Weapon X one, but I did not get a couple other ones. I just passed it up there. Starts out if you do the run, it's Heroes Reborn 1, then 2, then you got Heroes Reborn, Hyperion, and the Imperial Guard, number 1, and Peter Parker, the Amazing Shutterbug, which I wish I would have got that one for sure, but I'm going to get all the little side ones, and then it goes in the Heroes Reborn 3, and then the Magneto and the Mutant Force, number 1, which I did not have, and then Heroes Reborn 4. Then Siege Society and Young Squadron number ones that I don't have. Then Heroes Reborn number five. There's more side books than I thought. <laughs> thought there was only like three that I was missing, but they have American Knights number one, Marvel Double, Double Action number one, uh, Night One number one, Squadron Savage number one, and then the Weapon X and Final Flight number one that I have. And then next week we'll get the well, actually, yesterday it would have came out, Heroes Return number one, which I assume is the final, what they're going to finish this up with. But yeah, I want to pick up the rest of those little side stories, even though I wasn't big on this. But it did, it was an interesting story. Uh, I just don't want to ruin any of it, because it's too new, and I just don't want to spoil everything with it. If you want to learn more about Squadron Supreme characters and stuff like that, I suggest checking this out. Um, if you prefer the Marvel characters, main Marvel characters, you're going to see a bunch of them in here. So that's not a bad thing. But yeah, it's definitely up to you on your taste, whether you... I can't really say who it would really grab. I. Like I said, I still think this is off that whole X run where all the heroes take and evil guys and gals all take over the whole world and apparently wipe all us humans out or something. I don't know. I didn't follow that storyline. I just didn't care for it. I was hoping that this would be like, uh, since it's Heroes Reborn, I was hoping it would be the start of a whole new type of storyline with the Marvel characters and get back to more enjoyable enjoyable storyline where humans are still alive. It's a, I, mean, I don't really care to just hear about a world that's just full of super heroes and super villains because the heroes can never get along between each other enough to just have an enjoyable storyline and plus they're fighting their enemies all the time and it's just it's always just so much conflict in in between the people that are trying to work together, and that's just not my tea, but I get it. You gotta have conflict, apparently, otherwise, people won't. <laughs> people will complain. They can't, can't have more of an enjoyable storyline, I guess, but I could be wrong. I mean, I, I'm still waiting for other people to review these and see what they have to say about them, but. 
But if I would have, the only downfall about not getting number one issue off the bat is, well, number one, it wasn't the covers I wanted, and then number two, I believe if I would have read the first and second issue, I probably would have dropped off this series, but since I have all seven plus the weapon X one, I'd say I might as well get the rest of them and just put the set together and at least get the whole storyline from it. And then we checked out from AWA Upshot. I checked out number one of six, Moss. THS. This is a fun, interesting story. And not necessarily fun because basically, apparently, you're born, many people are born with some type of power inside them, and they don't know when the power is going to evolve. But if they know they have this power inside them, and they don't know what it's going to turn out to be, I mean, you could turn out where you can fly and have super strengths and all kinds of special powers or maybe just fart rainbows. <laughs> one character in here that's all excited because he can make little DNA helixes appear from his hands. Like, <laughs> But yeah, you don't know what kind of power you're going to get. But if you choose to get your power drawn out of you early in life. Like this main character that they have for this storyline, she wants to basically get her power, find out what it is, and use it to do as much good as possible in the, around the world while she has it. But once your power uh, comes to fruition, I believe it's you basically have six months to live after your power uh, is released. So this this gal wants to do it. So she gets to some people that can help her have it, help her get her power drawn from her, and so she can find out what's going what power she has and what she can do with it. This is issue number one, of course. You basically get the basics from the storyline, and then it goes into her getting ready to get her power brought out, and you got to fi- read the book to find out what happens, what kind of power she gets, uh, what happens with people trying to stop you from using your powers and ones that are trying to help you use your powers and all that stuff. See who these people are. It's a very interesting storyline and the AW upshots from what I have read are enjoyable. And I like how their whole world is connecting all together with all the different comics. So there are other ones runs that I did want to get into that I didn't right away, but I will have to pick up down the line and get them all to see how they all collaborate together. It'd be interesting because of how different so many of these storylines are that they have out there. It's like, you got this one with the rebirth and the powers. You got the one that I'm really looking forward to reading, but I didn't, I didn't get the, the issues I ordered because all 
problems that were happening in between everything. And so I got behind on a lot of stuff. And so then I just decided I'd wait for the trade paperback versions to come out and then I'll jump on all those. But the one I was looking at was like a zombie one or end of the world type one. And yeah, there's lots of them out there. So check those out. You can enjoy them, hopefully. We'll get back to you with some MS news next. Okay. We got to get into some multiple sclerosis stuff here. Let's see what we got. Over some things, some ridiculous things people like to say to MSers. Like you'll be out and about, and some moron will just come up to you and say things like, Are you drunk this time of day? Does it matter? It's like, I'm not doing nothing to bother you. Number one. Number two, that could be a second or third third shifter and be drinking in the morning and going home to bed and then getting up and going to work instead of drinking at night and partying all night. So don't worry what I'm doing. Uh, Pretty people don't get MS. (laughs) Yeah, well, what's your excuse, you ugly little prick? (laughs) Uh, You explain what's wrong with you. Uh... The good Lord wouldn't let this happen to someone like you. Well, it obviously has. <laughs> so, obviously did something to deserve it. Uh, can I pray for you? I do pray for you. <laughs> like, I didn't ask you to, so don't. It's like, save it for something else that matters. Is it painful? It depends. Everybody deals with MS differently. People have mild to no pains. People have excruciating, never-ending, disabling pains. All depends on where you have lesions, what size your lesions are, what kind of damage you've had over time, stuff like that. You're so lucky. As in, you have a good caretaker significant other, etc. But they aren't being told they are lucky to have you or us, but we're lucky to have them. <laughs> like we don't want this. We don't want to deal with it. If we need help, have you done? It's people just I don't know. You're too young to be using one of those. This is annoying. It's like I went to the post office the other day and (laughs) using my cane, someone I went to school with is walking up. He's like, what the hell is that thing? (laughs) So you're going to find out they showed up your ass. (laughs) I don't use these things by choice, these aids. I need them. Like if I don't use them, my body wears down faster and I get less less time throughout the day to do things. So you got to do what you got to do. Uh, at least it's not dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, at least you don't have this. At least you don't have that. It's like, yeah, it's just 
such a blessing that I don't have that. Instead, I got this. An incurable disease. That's going to be a long-term pain. You could have it worse. <laughs> Basically, same example. Uh, you're looking good today. It's like, it's not about what's on the outside. It's an invisible disease because it's basically on the inside. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to get into that. But yeah. <laughs> People are just so stupid. Uh, did they fix or cure that thing you had? It's like, apparently you look good enough now that you must not have it anymore. They must have fixed it or cured it. <laughs> nice seat. <laughs> Basically saying that about your wheelchair or your walker. Compliments about the, I mean, yeah, nowadays they do have all these assisted aids with these fancy little designs and all that shit on them. So yeah, I can see that bringing people to make a comment, but I mean, have some consideration. It's like, yeah, we go for something that looks the way we like it, but it's, we don't have the device cause we want it. We have to have it. And it's just because we accessorize it up or, maybe get something that's not black it's blue or green something that has a little color or something it's like we don't want to hear how nice it looks because it really sucks having it but you gotta can you walk a little or quite smart <laughs> it all depends I don't know it depends on the day yesterday I Decided to go to the grocery store and the post office. I went to the post office and I regretted it instantly because I could feel how much pain I was in yesterday when I went. And I'm like, well, I might as well hit the store. I was going to do that. Once I got in the grocery store, my legs got super weak. My arms got really weak and super sore. I don't know. It was just weird because all I'm doing is pushing a cart, a small cart. Barely has anything in it, so it's not like there's any weight or anything. I'm not lifting it, nothing, but my arms just felt so fatigued yesterday and painful. And by the time I got halfway through the store, I was ready to just lay down on the ground and take a break. <laughs> and it's like you get done, you have to talk to a bunch of people, and then you get out to your car and kind of break down a little bit, just frustrated with all the shit that's going on. It's pissed because you can't do what you want to do. Like, we got to keep that fake smile going as much as possible. Let's see. What's wrong with you? Well, there's all kinds of things, but I also have a saying, which part of it do you want to know? Personally, it's not your business, but yeah, there's all kinds of things wrong with me. I feel those things a lot. Yes, we have things that we mentioned like fatigue and pain 
being tired, brain not working, uh, all kinds of things. And then someone has to always say, yeah, I deal with that too. I've got that. But they just don't understand the amount that we feel it compared to the way they feel it is a hundred times different and way more intense and way worse. It's like I've had tons of physical jobs in my life that broke my body down and wore me out, but I could live and deal with all those pains. This next day go on, start over, do it all over again. Boxing, wrestling, anything like that. It's like I've never felt the pains, the fatigues, the weird happenings like I have with MS. Just it's not easily to, easy to explain other than the fact that it's way worse than what you can even imagine. Unless you're dealing with it. It's just, again, some people don't deal with it. May deal with it a little or not at all with a lot of the issues, but some of us have almost all the issues. So it's, you gotta deal with what your hand is dealt. And, uh, did you try? Did you try this medication? Did you try this medication? Did you try eating this item? It's just people love giving advice. I get it, but they don't realize how many times we heard it and dealt with it. Uh, I'm so sick of the health options and all that shit. It's like, yes, I agree certain things cause inflammation, and that's why I'm trying to build a diet, a lifestyle, not a diet, a lifestyle around anti-inflammation style stuff and things that don't affect my body as much. But I've seen these people go through all these diets and all this stuff and praise these things and go on TV shows, and then you come and catch them a few years later, you can't find them anywhere. You don't see them posting shit, doing nothing. And you find out down the road that, yeah, they went through relapse or had issues. It's like, no matter what you do, your body's still damaged from the multiple sclerosis. And anything can set it off. Anxiety and stress can do just as much damage. It damages unhealthy things and stuff. But, yeah, take those things into consideration, too, and just... There is no miracle. There is no cure. There is nothing yet to this day. Hopefully someday. I don't expect to see anything prevalent in my lifetime. I see that actor or actress has had it and is fine now. Jack Osborne. Stuff like that. These people that have a milder form and they sit there and go around with all their money and shit and being able to go to all their fancy little caretakers and doctors and all that stuff and things that a lot of us can't 
but even with that, it's like I guarantee you, you're gonna see some major issues with them in the next few years, and then we won't hear nothing about that. We'll only hear the good things on TV and on the news and all the reports. Uh, you should take a nap <laughs> if you're tired. That'll fix it. It's like, honestly, I could sleep for 15 days, wake up, and be just as tired as I was when I went to bed. It's not a fatigue that goes away with with sleep and stuff like that and relaxation. I wish it would, but it does not. It can actually get even worse sometimes. So, yeah. Don't listen to people. Don't just blow them off, brush them off, let it go in one ear and out the other. Do what you can just to make life a little bit more accessible and more easier to deal with without I mean we do our best to try and hide things from people but sometimes you just can't sometimes the pains are too prevalent sometimes you're tipping and you can't stop it or you fall down it's just not much we can really do about it we just gotta try our best and hope that society will wake itself up get over its pettiness but I highly doubt that because we can't even get beyond countries that can't all work together and just be become one planet. <laughs> and quit your fighting. Quit destroying your young ones over natural resources that we could just all share. It's like every country could, I guarantee has something that other countries could use and you could just trade out, work things make things work together and get our environment focusing more on environmental goodness, <laughs> getting into the solar and the wind energies and all that, that we talked about for years, get the electric things all going right. Do you realize how far we'd be advanced right now if the whole world just worked together instead of fighting each other? <laughs> it's like we're all brothers and sisters, damn it. Quit bitching about who you are, what you are, what little thing you think you should get extra glorification for, whatever. We're all the same, so shut the hell up. And let's just work together. That's all we got to do. But I did talk to my doctor this morning. Well, not really my doctor yet. I It was my video appointment with my neurologist in my regular network group. And she uh, apparently doesn't have much MS background. She's more just more other brain neurological issues. But she's going to see what she can do to get me set up and going. And she's going to refer me to a MS specialist she wants me to go to after doing the visit with her and so we're gonna get that set up and i think that person will be out of the neurological center in milwaukee area down there so i will hopefully get a phone call today or tomorrow and i will let you know what happens with that 
it's a bummer that I was hoping that she could at least get me set up for my infusion so I can get this damn medication in me and get beyond this extra problems I'm dealing with right now. But it's like we said, the DMTs aren't made to do anything for us. So who knows if they'll even help with my advancement or not. But, and then this neurologist agreed also that I was looking like I'm more in a secondary progressive phase instead of the relapsing remitting phase of MS anymore. Let's see how this turns out. And I will let you know what's up with more doctor shit in the future. <laughs> Let's end this with some old strange facts. Things that used to be. I don't think any of these are really the same anymore. But only in America can, pe- can a pizza get to your house faster than an ambulance or a fire truck or the police. <laughs> Only in America do banks leave their doors and safes open, but they chain the pens to the counter. Those expensive-ass pens. OIA, oh, only in America. <laughs> I did an abbreviation here and it's like, huh, what? <laughs> only in America do we leave cars worth thousands of dollars in the road or driveway and put our useless junk in the gar- in the garage and lock it up. <laughs> There's a lot of us to have. I can go down our road right now and I'd say maybe Three to four out of ten houses have their cars actually in the garage while the rest of them have their garages for storage. Hmm. Only in America did we use answering machines to screen calls and then have call waiting so we don't miss a call from someone we didn't want to talk to in the first place. Now you ain't got an excuse. Someone calls you. You got your cell phone on you, so you can't ignore them <laughs> like you could back then. But yeah. I suppose that's it for today. It's um, not, not perky today. It's a rough one. Yeah. I was just hoping for better news with the neurologist this morning. So, oh, well, more sitting, waiting, hoping we can get appointments figured out. And, Till then, let's see what happens. Just be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Don't let him bring you down like he's bringing me down right now. (laughs) But do what you can. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Audio, video. Check out Under the Color. Audio and video. And we're coming up on episode 200. I'm going to think I'm going to do episode 199 as a big uh, MS body flush reset episode. And then we'll hit you back with episode 200 with a whole new start for the next 100 episodes. And go from there and keep working our way to catching up to Joe Rogan. See if eventually we can have more episodes than him. <laughs> Still probably won't have any 
advertisers or anything by then, but yeah, I'm doing this for me, not for anybody else anyways. So cares if I get rich while doing it or not. <laughs> but yeah, be good to yourself. We'll talk to you again soon.